everybody, and welcome to another episode of Benevolent Banter. My name is Cassie Roma, and today it's just me. A week or so ago, I did an episode called Just One Thing, and a lot of the feedback I've gotten from you at home, uh, those who've listened, has been that they really liked that, um, that having one thing to focus on, having one kind of driving purpose in a day, which can be the simplest, easiest driving purpose, which can literally be to get out of bed, um, has helped them through. And I thought it would be really nice today to revisit that because I found that while we've been riding the wave, the roller coaster, however you want to visualize the journey we're on right now, while we've been riding lockdown for the past two weeks here in New Zealand, and it is the two-week mark today, geez, I've gone through every single emotion, I think, <laughs> available on the human uh, emotional scale. The first two weeks have been hard. They've been beautiful. They've been rough. They've been kind. They've been ugly. They've been filled with a lot of self-doubt. They've been filled with grief. Um, for me, there's been a lot of fear because acknowledging and knowing how privileged myself, uh, my family, all of the people I love are right now. My brother is now working um, on the front lines of COVID cases in Detroit, which is quite a hot spot in America right now. So whereas before when he was doing his normal work as an orthopedic surgeon, he's now working um, on the floor with everybody coming in, he's learning vents again, right? He's, he's talking about comorbidities. He's understanding and learning every single day, but it also means that while he's saving other people's lives, he's putting his own at risk. So being 10,000 miles away from my little brother is really shit right now. Being 6,000 miles away from my parents um, is even shittier. Small things like I was talking to my mom this morning and asking how mom and dad have been, and you know, they've been catching up on their Netflix, and they're watching Ozark. They re-watched they re Ozark um, seasons one and two, and they're on three now. Uh, so they're doing fine, but you know, mom said for the next two weeks, uh, they've been told in no uncertain terms that for folks like them over 70 years old, they shouldn't be leaving the house. And mom said dad was making himself a sandwich this morning, and he was going super heavy on the old onions. And she kind of said to him, yeah, whoa, whoa, calm down on them onions. And he, he said, why? And she said, well, we've got two onions to last us the next two weeks. And I, you know, it's a small things like that where, gosh, it would be nice to be close to home um, and to just go get my parents a few onions. But I digress. Um, we're far away here in New Zealand, but we've got things like FaceTime and Zoom and connective tools that are now... Um, technological connective tissue for us all. Um, I've been reading a lot of um, opinion pieces because it feels like everybody has an opinion these days and really just wants to share it uh, from quote-unquote gurus of business, gurus of marketing, um, experts of influence, all different kinds of humans who have a take and sometimes a, a super hot take on the world right now and what's happening and it's just, it's just too much. Um, last night I read a few opinion pieces about businesses surviving and spending more money right now to traditionally advertise. And I nearly, you know, threw the table 
I am not a violent person. Um, I've never thrown a table, but I sure felt like at least flipping it because it was just, I guess it was that pivot point. It was the, it was the breaking. It was the straw that broke this camel's back in that I've just been consuming too much. So that's why we're here today again, to focus on just one thing. This morning I got up super early put on my running shoes, which I never run in, I should say. If you ever see me running, try and figure out what's chasing me, and you should probably run too. Um, But I put on my running shoes to go for a a walk, and just like every day, I listen to um, a few podcasts as I walk. Every day I listen to The Daily by The New York Times. Um, It helps me feel more informed and more in tune with what's happening back home in the United States. But I was out for my walk, and I was thinking... What's the one thing today? What am I going to concentrate on today? And what would be helpful uh, to other people if I could share something with you? And really the first thing that came to mind, the gut kick, the gut instinct was simple. It was the words of wise women. So today, the one thing that I'm really concentrating my effort and my mind space and my thoughtfulness on is just that the words of wise women, and in particular, one woman who, um, though she's departed us, uh, she's departed this mortal coil, her words of, oh gosh, she's, she saved my life more than on one occasion, on more than one occasion. Um, and that's Maya Angelou. Um, when I was going through a really hard time a few years ago and was in a very, very deep, dark, quote unquote, funk, as my mom, my mom would call it, or um, as my therapist called it, a, a very deep um, depression. It was the words of Maya uh, that helped get me through that day in, day out, and particularly one quote of hers. And she said, a woman in harmony with her spirit is like a river flowing. She goes where she will without pretense and arrives at her destination prepared to be herself and only herself. And those words have held me for almost two years in a very, very safe place. And I don't know if you're like me and it's words that keep you safe or if it's um, something visual or something tactile, but those words in particular, I had them all over <laughs> the, the, you know, the screensavers on my phone, on my computer, even on my watch. I would walk for hours and I would read those words over and over and over. And really what I thought about during that time was time spent as a child in Missouri. And I can remember it must have been in the mid 90s, maybe the late 90s, um, when the Mississippi River overflowed and there was flooding everywhere across the state. And we'd gone back to Missouri to visit family and my parents, you know, we had cabin fever big time at my grandma's house. So we decided to drive to Hannibal, Missouri, check out, you know, where Mark Twain was from, get our little Huckleberry Finn on. And I could remember sitting by the river and just feeling the power of it. And every time as an adult that I've read those words by Maya Angelou, I feel like that little girl who sat next to the river that was unapologetic, that was powerful that was strength personified and that didn't look angry. It looked kind. And I feel like today, Maya's words are what's going to get us to where we need to go or specifically to get me where I need to be 
between now and when we turn on the chase at 5 p.m. and start our downward, our downward view towards going to bed at night. So that's one of the first things of Maya's, one of the first quotes of hers that really, really got under my skin. Another one that I really love and I feel like would be helpful right now for anybody who needs words um, of support is this. If you must look back, do so forgivingly. If you must look forward, do so prayerfully. However, the wisest thing you can do is be present, in the present, gratefully. Now, I don't know about you, but I find I struggle the most when I'm in my own head, when that voice between my ears is telling me that I'm not good enough, that I'm not brave enough, that I'm not doing enough, that I'm not helping enough, that I'm not utilizing my skill set or my platforms or the people that I know, my network enough. And it's in those moments that I have to bring myself back to the present and remind myself that all of us, I mean, come on, let's be honest, all of us are enough. Just as we are, we don't need to change anything about ourselves. Unless, <laughs> like me, you are eating a giant bag of chips every single night. Might not be the best thing for your mental or physical health, but you know what I mean about presence, right? It's about grounding ourselves in this moment and not allowing those conversations that happen between our ears to have us forget about a beautiful past and maybe a past that does need some forgiveness and a future that we're unsure of right now. We are very, very unsure of what's going to happen and that's okay. I'm going to be honest with all of us. Here's, here's a big old fat truth bomb. Even in the best times when we're quote unquote in that lovely state of normality, we don't know what the fuck's going to happen tomorrow. Nobody knows. We don't know what's going to happen in a minute, in a second, in a heartbeat. Presence is such a gift, but we spend so much time out of it, right? So Maya's words today about being present and being grateful and wrapping ourselves in a bit of kindness, I guess. It's a personal kindness, isn't it? To be present, to look somebody else in the eye and to understand them, to make time for yourself as you would for somebody else. The third quote of Maya Angelou's that is really helping keep me super positive today and that I've got on repeat <laughs> in my head, on my Instagram, across all them channels, um, it's a simple one. And it's about creativity because what I have found over the last two weeks of this lockdown particularly, I've learned a lot about what I need to unlearn. And I know that sounds weird. Um, but put a little differently, I have learned how to unpack a lot of narratives and definitions and societal stories about who I am, where I fit and where I'm going in the world. And I've grieved them. I've sat on the floor crying. I've wept in the, you know, for not knowing to weep because you don't know what's going on in the world. It feels like something we're all going through right now. But what has saved me on the daily has been creativity. I absolutely love things like playing the piano. I've played the piano more in the last two weeks than I have probably in the last two years. And sometimes that means just playing it for five minutes a day. 
but that's still five minutes more than I have been, right? It's been in writing. I love nothing more than a blank page. I know a blank page scares the shit out of a lot of people and fair enough too. It is hard sometimes to start and then not know where you're going to end up. I love that. I live for that. And I live for the way my brain comes up with an idea and then it somehow comes out through my fingertips and appears um, on a white page following a, you know, a cursor. It's, it's magic. It is absolute magic. But Maya's quote that um, is really resonating with me right now is, you can't use up creativity. The more you use, the more you have. Now, I believe this with every ounce of my being, with every cell in my body, with every part of my imperfect, imperfect soul. The more creativity you use, it's like the flex of a muscle, right? It grows and it grows and it grows. Even this podcast, it might just be me and my mom listening. Hi, mom. I love you. Hope you get some onions. Um, <laughs> but it, it, this is an, an outlet, right? It's a, it's a creative moment. It's a creative way of bringing me back into the presence and it's something where I get to learn again. So we just talked about, you know, unlearning. And what I'm unlearning is that I have to be busy all the time doing what society tells me or what my profession tells me. And what my profession tells me is that to be very good at what I do or what I have previously done is I need to be creating all the time content that fits in someone else's little square box. I need to be writing blogs. I need to be peppering all of my thoughts and feelings and reckons with um, SEO searchable terms. I need to have keywords. No, fuck that. That's what I'm learning right now about creativity. Each one of us is creative in our own way. And that is so beautiful. The nuance in all of us, the beauty in what we bring to the world, the thoughts that we have that are so drastically different or curiously similar are what help this world find its soul, its magic, its music, its movement, and its words, and its images, and its melody, and its you know minor chords and major chords, and it's a convergence of all of these things that helps us to find who we are and where we are. So if there's just one thing that you can concentrate on today, let it be the words of wise women. Whether it's your mom, your grandma, an auntie. Hey, it could be like a Melissa Etheridge lyric. You just never know. For me today, it's Maya Angelou. And it's sitting with her words and the rhythm of them, the nature of them, the feel, how they curve and move and, and just groove into, into the small, small, tiny corners of my mind. I hope you're well. I hope you're keeping safe. And more than anything, I hope you're staying home. Thanks for listening.